Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 4, Episode 4, Dangerous. We begin with a visit to Thomas from Mrs. Ross, the mother of the boy Arthur killed in the boxing ring. She delivers an invite to Arthur on what would have been her son's birthday as a gesture of thanks for the help from the Shelby family since that fateful day. Thomas says he'll pass it on. Mrs. Ross says midday and it ought to be Arthur who attends rather than anyone else in the family. Not at all suspicious, eh? Thomas gathers the crew and lays a plan having realised it's a setup. The men are armed with rifles and sent to cover each entrance to the location. When the signal is given, they're to open fire. Noon arrives and so too does Arthur to Mrs Ross's house, an elevated flat in a block of similar abodes. With her best poker face, she welcomes him warmly and then asks him to leave any weapons outside. Arthur says he's unarmed and lets her check. Once inside, she offers him some tea while they wait for the other guests. Outside, a car approaches and the Peaky Blinders prepare the ambush. A man emerges and lights a cigarette. Finn spies a well-dressed man crossing a nearby bridge. Inside the home, Mrs. Roska, Mrs. Ross asks if the rumours of Arthur finding Jesus are true. He tells her they are. She asks, does he believe he'll be forgiven of his sins? But he replies, that's out of his hands, and then reiterates her son's death was a sporting accident. Arthur asks why he's really there, pressing for an answer with a steely glare. Finn takes aim at the bridge where the three men now gather, then realises they're simply heading to a wedding. A young girl signals the car that pulled up, and to Thomas's surprise it reverses away. He gives the call to fire, but the shot misses the target and the car leaves as realisation dawns. The vehicle and the hit on Arthur was a decoy. In the hospital, Michael has the case containing his gun snatched by a nurse, and we see Luca putting a bullet in the head of a blinders man guarding him. Finn rushes to Arthur and breaks the news that the Italians aren't coming for him but must instead be going for Michael. He pulls a gun from his hat and puts it under Mrs. Ross's chin. She pleads that she's got other kids though and he tells her if she's still there in one hour, he will cover her in tar and feathers. At the hospital, the injured Michael struggles as Luca walks in. He puts a gun to his head, pulls the trigger and hears a click. He then walks away leaving a message for Polly that they have a deal. The blinders reach the hospital and Michael lies that Luca's gun misfired and they ran when they heard them all arriving. Shortly after, Thomas gets word to Aberama that the Italians are on the road south in two cars, but they inflicted no casualties. On the road, Luca's car is stopped by an overturned cart on a bridge. A police officer tells him there's been an accident and they'll have to wait. 
Lucas says they can move the blockage themselves, leaving the car, but on hearing it's a gypsy cart, he becomes suspicious and retreats back to the vehicle, telling his man to drive. However, the driver's already dead, his throat slit. Gunshots suddenly rain in on the Italians. They return fire, but two of them are killed. Luca climbs into the driver's seat, pushing the dead man aside as he reverses away. Before leaving, Abarama wings the policeman with a bullet. Back at the hospital, Michael angrily demands to know what deal Polly made. She says a deal to spare his life in exchange for Thomas. She tells her son they're out of their league, and if it wasn't for her, he'd already be dead. Thomas pays Abarama for the two dead mafia men. He suggests perhaps Thomas has spent too long pushing paper around, but Thomas insists Luca is his when they cross paths next. Thomas welcomes May to his office. She's named his new horse Dangerous, thinking he would approve. She admits that she thought the death of his brother and wife might make him different, but he remains unchanged. He tells her a train strike has been called and suggests she stay with him. Lizzie is highly unimpressed by the turn of events. Polly takes a call from Luca. He explains that at any time they can reach Michael, and if Thomas is not delivered, they will kill him. So Polly heads to see Lizzie to find out what Thomas's diary looks like for the rest of the week. Lizzie asks her to read her tea leaves. Polly finds out Thomas is free on Friday, looks at the tea leaves and says Lizzie's pregnant. At the boxing gym, Bonnie's trainer signs a form to declare him ready to fight, adding that in 30 years he's never seen a fighter like him. Thomas tells Bonnie he'll be champion of the world and that his first fight is against a boy known as Goliath. Later, Thomas shows May his new venture in making gin, stating he needs to get the recipe right and asking her opinion. She tells him he's unlike any other man she's ever met, but the gin is too sweet. They kiss. Arthur delivers Mrs. Ross's old home to Finn as his new pad. Now she's fled for fear of being tarred and feathered. Finn opens up about his worries he's not built the same as John, but Arthur reassures him, telling him it's all about flicking a switch inside. Elsewhere, Jesse Eden speaks passionately to a gathering of Communist Party members, including Ada. Afterward, Ada approaches, offering to buy her a drink and with a settlement proposition. She makes an offer of parity for women workers and to withdraw the male pay cut. In return, Thomas wants to sit and talk with Jesse. If she doesn't show up, the offer's withdrawn. The car pulls up and Alfie Solomon steps out. He's accompanied by an absolute giant of a lad. Thomas heads out to meet him and we find out the giant is Bonnie's opponent, aptly named Goliath. Alfie asks about the situation in Birmingham. He informs Thomas 11 mafia men are in town. Thomas asks whose side he's on, but Alfie suggests it doesn't even matter. Thomas lets it be known that if the Italians finish him off, next they'll hit Sabini, then Alfie. They like what they see in England, and they're here to stay. Avarama walks in. Alfie talks up his man Goliath as an absolute monster, then asks if he'll be offering his son up for sacrifice. Bonnie says to name the day. In hospital, Thomas lets Michael know Polly's asked him to attend a prize-giving. Michael stops him leaving, and then seems to think again and wishes him a good weekend. Thomas drives away and is followed by a truck carrying heavily armed mafia men, including Luca, as from the sidelines, Polly looks on. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know, there may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.